Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today we're going to talk about what I did in the beginning of my lash career to build clientele. So first of all, I'll say that this was like 10 years ago. The first time I ever touched an eyelash was 2011, and I made it my full-time career in 2013. So the times were a little bit different in that lashing was really new. So I kind of had the opportunity to teach people about what lash extensions were and what the benefits are. And there was nobody around really doing them much. And uh, actually, especially um, in those early days, it was harder to find quality education Um, A lot of times you had to travel for that or wait until a good brand like came into your town. There was not really online education. There was some YouTube videos, but they weren't necessarily great. It's different nowadays because there are so many um, great places to get educated right off the bat. So I'm not going to say that the industry is saturated because it isn't. But if you know someone, they probably have had someone or sorry they've probably had their lashes before or maybe have a lash artist already in mind so you just have to be the better one where at the beginning in my journey I was the only one that most people knew Um, nonetheless I do think that a lot of the things I did at the time still can apply very much so to today so we're going to talk about those things One of the things I will say that helped me in the very beginning and even helps me today is I really believe in myself and I didn't really have any like risk aversion. Like I really just felt like everything was just going to happen for me. I knew I was going to have to work hard, obviously, but I just really believed in my dream. So even though I had five, I was like, it's fine. I'm going to build from this. So the first thing that I did was anyone that I could get my hands on, people I knew from any jobs that I have worked previously, and I was in college at the time too, um, I literally asked everyone I knew if I could work on them. And I worked on a lot of people for free or for like a trade of like, I need pictures for my portfolio. Can I please work on you for that? And um, I never made it sound like I was desperate for clients. It was really just like, hey, I think I love your look. I would love to do your lashes and showcase them on my website and on my social media. And by the way, here are my prices if you want to continue getting them done, if you like them. And a lot of times that did happen. I also really utilized that time. I really focused on the time spent with each client And so I always tell people to utilize the time for something, whether that's pictures, whether that's client education and pictures, um, or whether that's asking them to leave a review or to post a selfie of your work um, and tag you. So I remember every single person that I got, I was incredibly grateful for that time with them. And I just, I just really got everything that I could out of those couple of hours. So many pictures and videos, talk to them about, um, you know, posting me and like 
it it usually would happen. They would right away tag me and I would gain a follower or I would get an inquiry from that. And so I think that that's important because I think a lot of people, especially when they're starting out, they're just focusing on like, oh, I'm just trying to practice this technique or I'm, you know, I just have a live person to like work on that they're not really thinking that they could be turning that into something else like content or a review or um, a referral. Another thing that I did was I really tried to encourage a second or third visit. Um, and I sometimes would incentivize this. So early on, I actually created like a special that would give them a percentage off of their first fill. And very quickly, I realized that if they could come back at least one time, I would be able to create a long-term relationship with this person. At the time, I didn't understand retention or knew what that meant, Um, but I did understand that like them coming back for fills was kind of necessary for me to grow the business and and keep it going. So um, I focused more on trying to get them to come back versus like trying to just get new full sets all the time. That I was less focused on than like building what I had. So I did... um, Discounts for fills. I also did referral discounts for their fills if um, they brought someone um, or if somebody like booked with me or something. And so it encouraged them to talk to their it encouraged them to talk to their friends about me. Um, and yeah, so what would happen is um, I also realized that if I was more neutral about their lashes, and the design that we did, they were more likely to tell me what they wanted to change and then more likely to just feel like they should come back to me versus going somewhere else. So what I mean by that is, I say this in a lot of episodes, don't lead your client to feel how they want to feel about the set that they just got. So you don't want to say, oh my gosh, you're going to love these. Oh my gosh, these look so good. Or this is the best set I've ever done. Because um, the client might not feel the same way and they are definitely less likely to tell you if they don't like something if you're so excited. So I used to say stuff like, okay, well, today, like we talked about, we did this design, but we can absolutely like make them longer on the ends if you want, or I have a ton of different curls we can try. So just let me know if you want to play around with it. And I always made it feel like it was like, no, like, no big deal to me if she wants to change something. And it was almost like fun to me if we got to play around with stuff. So I, I used to play around with how I would give um, those like last talks at the end of the service um, with aftercare and with, you know, changing up the design. And I found that people would tell me like, oh, I want to do this or I have this going on. Like, what else can we do? And I'm telling you, some people that I used to see in my first year of me being a lash artist still come to the salon to this day. And it's been, for some of them, like seven, eight years. And I really think that it's about making them feel comfortable, making them know it's about them and not us. So again, I posted a ton of pictures and videos of the sets I was doing. Um, I was reposting selfies that people were sending in. I am so sad that after a few years in business, I started to look at my social media like it should be look, like a magazine. And I started deleting all of my old content. And I really wish I would have kept that because I could have 
shown what it looked like, what my page looked like back then. But I was so active on social media and it was really just um, posting not only on my professional page, but also my personal page, like any exciting things that were going on um, in my professional life, because when people thought of me, they thought of lashes or when someone said lash extensions, they thought of me. So it just, yeah, I, I really just made it. I was grinding super hard for a few years, building my clientele. It didn't take me very long to get a full clientele. Um, and yeah. Oh, one other thing that I did with um, policies, right? I wasn't so hardcore, like you're fired if this ha like I honestly would try and give people the benefit of the doubt or work with them in some way. But I did it in a specific way where if they said, oh, actually, sorry, I can't make it today at um, at five, but I could do 530 or something, I would say something along the lines of I can't do 530, but I can do 515. Something where it I still felt like I was in control and they knew that I was like gonna give them they basically knew that I was um you couldn't just do whatever you wanted so that always would happen whenever people would um late cancel or something like that I would always make sure that I gave them a different option besides what they said one that worked better for me so no I'm not gonna sit around for 30 minutes but I'll sit around for 15 or no I won't do this time, but I'll do this time. And then internally, I would just know I'm just going to move my lunch break to here instead of there. But it helped me because I really didn't have people abusing my um, my time. And I think that that happens a lot to solo artists because clients don't really think that a solo artist is going to stand up for themselves or have boundaries. And they really actually think that you're desperate for clients. So they're thinking that they own the time. Um, when really it's a balance, we're grateful for them so much, but also like, we don't have all of the time of it, like 24 seven, we have this, this time here. So anytime that happens to you, give them a couple options back that way. They're less likely to change their appointment. I, I like to think of it as when they're booking a doctor appointment or dentist appointment, they're not calling them to rearrange that. They do do it to beauty services, though. So if you're so much in demand that you don't really have a lot of time, your clients are going to be trained to not try and reschedule on you. But when they know that you have a lot of time, that's harder. All in all, I will say that I just really started being extremely professional with my clients. Um, I made sure that I made the appointment about them. I utilize the time with them for content and for educating them on stuff. Um, I really made sure that I was giving them a great consultation and I was delivering in the service. I was practicing a lot on my own just to build my skills. And um, I was, you know, working on my boundary setting and, and policy creation and how, how to go about that at that time too. So I hope this episode helped you. I would love if you gave Lash Boss Radio a review on whichever platform that you listen to podcasts. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, also, Lash Boss Radio has a brand new website. So head to lashbossradio.com. You can submit your own questions. You can see other episodes. You can jump to my other sites. You can buy professional product, um, et cetera. And something else is coming really exciting um, in about a month. So 
Stay tuned for that. But um, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'll be back very soon with the next one.